rolling, rock and rolling, episode 453 of No Laugh Track Podcasts. Yes, I, no one could hear that reaction, but if you're watching the video on YouTube, my guest Kelsey <laughs> Cook had a wow. That is a lot reaction. of episodes. That's one a week, Kelsey. Damn. Very Give impressive. or take, we had to miss some, you know, for uh, COVID. I don't know if you heard you heard about COVID that was around. God, roughly, yeah, just a little bit. It shut it shut things down here for a little bit, so oh, we uh, didn't do a podcast. Yeah. But yeah, four fifty three, <laughs> and finally, Kelsey Cook. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for uh, coming over here in the afternoon. What would you normally be doing on the road? In, let's see, it's like mid-afternoon <sighs> right now when we're recording this. What would you normally be doing on the road? Not at home, but on the road. On the road. Probably um, napping or good answer. F- like if I found a local cookie somewhere, just cookie. shoving a cookie in my face. Yeah, <laughs> just local just cookie? a comfort. <laughs> just trying to be comforted on the road. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What would you be doing if you were at home? Oh, uh, mid mid afternoon on a weekday. It's a good question. Probably. Um, Daytime mm. TV? No, terrible. No, no daytime. Maybe seeing one of my friends or going on a walk or just, yeah, trying to do home things that I can't do when I'm on the road. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. So what is your history here? I, I, so I was at the show last night. Okay. I know that you've ne- you haven't performed at Acme before. Right. You said that. Mm-hmm. Have you performed in Minnesota at all? I was trying to think. So I, I opened for Jim Norton on tour for three years and... We did so many cities, and they were always, um, almost always theaters. So I'm trying to think back. Is it the Varsity Theater that's There's here? The Varsity Theater here. Yeah. We might have, we might have done that. Um, it's kind of all blurred together, which is so crazy. But uh, it was, they were big tours. So I uh, might have done that with him. Okay, like uh, most major cities have a state theater. You could just say state theater. State yeah. theater. There you go. Is <laughs> it the state? <laughs> the know. state. Yep. Downtown, right? Is it downtown? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Downtown of the state. Oh, of course. Downtown <laughs> of the state. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, great show last night. I'd seen you perform on thank television, you. little five-minute clips here oh, and there, thank but never you. really more than that. Yeah. So to see a full set was really great. Oh, thank you so much. And I saw that, uh, I saw, and so I'm going to name throughout this half hour here i'm gonna name all these things that i've seen on your social media i don't i don't remember where i saw it uh, exactly okay. how old it was or how new it was yeah but i know at one point i saw that you said you were working on towards doing a special and you considered it considered even doing it here yes we were really close to um trying to get it shot here but it was going to be too short of a window um from the time that we figured out who was going to direct it and all of the production things to this weekend being here just wasn't enough time. Not because the material's not ready. No, um, I, I've, I'm feeling pretty good about where the material's at. I'm grateful that, so we're going to shoot it um, on June 18th in Denver at Comedy Works. And I am grateful now to have another few months just to really tighten up a few like loose ends that I think could get stronger. Okay. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm feeling pretty happy with where it's at. And you filmed your album at that same club at yes. some point mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and how was the feeling going into that did you have a confidence like like you're just describing now like now I want this two months is going to be good did you feel like you needed more time back then so that the way the album came about was pretty unusual because I didn't record that night as an album it was just a regular show but comedy works always records your audio and yeah. your video like and um uh, yes exactly and so I was just sitting on that audio for months. And then um, John Heffron, who I'm sure has worked here before, uh, he has always been a great comedy mentor for me over the years. And 
he was like, just put that out. Like, what are you doing that? You're just sitting on money and exposure for yeah. no reason. Okay. So, uh, I had been put in touch with 800 pound gorilla and they listened to it and loved it. And they're like, yeah, we are happy to put this out. So I, my route with recording it and putting it out was very different where it wasn't like a, an album set up. It just was released as an album. Oh, and it worked out. Yeah. And you got some clip, a bunch of clips, video clips. Yes. Got a lot of video well. clips. Nice. Um, TikTok. It was really helpful for TikTok then like three years later because the album came out in I think 2018 and it was nice to have those spins on Sirius and Pandora and still have them but sure. TikTok has made comics kind of go through our whole catalog and try to find as many clips as we can that aren't going to burn material that's current. Right. So I ended up um, I had a bit from the album that I cut into three pieces and it ended up getting 14 it's at 14.7 million views oh, yeah. on tiktok which is so crazy because it's it's so old it's like three years old but it's the thing that got me um a lot of traction on tiktok and so you hope that that turns into ticket sales and all that stuff it's a great joke thank you it's a fantastic <laughs> joke so Thanks. that's on your album yes okay mm -hmm. uh you did not perform that uh that bit last night no i haven't done that, that for years and years yeah uh I think it's very interesting. Like, what do you think about this? Like, you broke it, as you said, you broke it up into three parts. Mm -hmm. The first one has 14 plus million. Mm -hmm. And then the second and third are not even close to that. No. Like, they're why like don't people, I, I watched all three. You, it helps to follow, get the whole joke. Right. There are three parts to it. I know. They're all important. It's so funny. I think the way that that first part was cut, it can kind of stand on its own. And oh, I... Oh, for sure it can. People... <sighs> People get so, um, we're all confused on what the TikTok algorithm wants. We're right. all like just <laughs> trying to constantly figure this stupid machine out and banging our head against the wall because what it wants changes all the time. So sometimes you have a video that starts trending and you go, oh, I should upload either the second part to this or another video right now because I'm getting a bunch of people to my page. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes when you do that, it feels like it flips a switch or something, and then that first video stops trending. So I was terrified to upload the second part because it was getting all these millions of views, and I was like, if I upload the second one, it might stop. So that's why I think the second and third especially don't have as many because I didn't put them up when I was getting... You didn't right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. God, you in it, that could be the totally right way to do it next time or totally wrong. Who knows? Who knows? It's so insane. It's it's tough, but yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> Are you the one doing the editing and throwing all that stuff? Like, really? Yeah. Do you like doing that? Yeah, that's it's actually what I got my degree in um, in college. I ended up getting a degree a degree in broadcast production. Well, cannot talk. Degree in broadcast production. Well, clearly, I don't believe that now <laughs> since you stumbled <laughs> yeah, over that word. What a time to put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> a degree in communication. Um, yeah, Ang I got an Anglash degree. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it really doesn't help me in many other ways in comedy besides video editing. I've always loved video editing. Oh, so right on. I don't mind doing it. It is a little tedious after a while uh but yeah so i just do it myself sure and you're noticing people showing up like are they telling you mm -hmm. uh nimesh patel 
is like so in so love funny. with TikTok, yeah. so funny. But he like really pushes the fact and is proud of the fact that he's getting people in his crowds based on his TikTok. Yeah, and, and he's got he does really amazing crowd work. He throws a lot of that out there, mm-hmm. and it's like as you said, the stuff that you can uh, burn, and it's not going to be stuff that you're going to necessarily you know you're not going to repeat crowd work at, right. a, at the next show or whatever. Uh, so he's he's definitely seeing that TikTok is leading to more people in the seats. Yes, I had um, people come up last night here after um, last night's show saying we saw you on TikTok and we came out. So that's really encouraging because you also don't know with the number of views you're getting. It's like, are, is this just a bunch of teenage girls or something? Like, who is this? And are they actually going to be able to come to a show? So it is nice to hear people that find me through that. You've just like read my mind. I was like, well, what about <laughs> what if it's like. Uh, someone my age or uh, older and they're like yeah I love you on TikTok like yeah. do you ever like because for a long time up until uh, not too long ago I was like TikTok is just for like I have two teenage daughters okay and are they, they all live over on it? TikTok. Yeah. yeah yeah like the, and that's and they were the whatever TikTok was called before uh whatever TikTok was before it was TikTok uh um. happily wordly but uh what the heck? But it was a different version of this video. Oh, thing. okay. And my kids were on it then. Wow. Like, they've been doing it for years. I wasn't yeah. happy about it. I didn't <laughs> like it. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I always think like just until recently, like that's just a teenage girls, young people. But no, yeah. not anymore. It, do you like being on your for you page? Do you feel like it's really curated to what you like now? So here's the thing, and Brandon is I is <laughs> been following along, and anybody listening to this podcast of uh of just my recent dipping my toes into TikTok. I started okay. it was when Nimesh was here, and I wanted to follow his stuff, oh. and then I've just been adding more comics that okay. I follow. I don't I don't I have an account. I've never posted anything. I have no interest in that. Yeah. I've been asking my kids. Uh, in fact, like I don't want it to open to the uh for you. I want it to open to who I follow. I don't oh. want to get caught up in the. <laughs> Three hours of scrolling. But that's how they get you. I know. And I watch my <laughs> wife do it every night. And I don't want to do that. I watch my kids do it when they're around. I watch my wife do it almost every night. And I don't want to do that. That's it's why so I, funny. I know. I've made a, tons of mistakes in my life. I'm not better than anybody. But I've made I've made a point to never try uh, painkillers because I'm really afraid that that's something that I would get addicted to like a yeah. lot of my friends did yeah. when I was going around. And freaking TikTok. I don't want to get addicted to TikTok. <laughs> Painkillers or TikTok? Advil and TikTok are just the yeah. devil's work. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> That's so. So funny. I was looking. Oh, and then in fact, I'm learning all these new things because it's so new to me. Even uh, last night after your show, I was home and I was lo- looking at it briefly, and then I hit that button that says live. I didn't know what that oh was. Oh boy, welcome to that world. Holy, can you get sucked <laughs> into that? Now, now I'm watching girls like do stretches and yoga and uh, uh, guys, I don't know, melting glass. Like, I, what? I don't. <laughs> I gotta so stop. I, but, uh, take my phone. Take my phone. This is so funny to me. Yeah. I'm such a sheep. I'm just this blind consumer. I love it. I'm you like, s- give me all the for you page. I oh, it's the best. Yeah. TikTok is my favorite TV show. Is it? There's no TV show that's better than the for you page. It's just so. I mean, am I right? I just feel like it's so addicting. I love it. It's um, uh, who uh, television used to be the only thing, and uh, like you know, we used to get so upset when they raised uh, the price of cable, and then right. like a couple of years ago, uh, I dumped cable in my house, and I didn't even tell my wife when I first did it. She didn't know wow. because she never watched it anymore. Because right. she always was watching. Well, at that time, I think it was more Snapchat, probably. Oh, and then, sure. Yeah. Line. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then it moved on to TikTok. I think yeah. that's no, the most the procession for most people. Anyway, I didn't mm-hmm. even tell her. She took until I was complaining about something I couldn't watch anymore. That <laughs> what, that's how she found out we didn't have cable. Because again, just like you, her favorite TV show is TikTok. Yeah. But she was telling me when she first got into it that it was curating um, uh, a lot of lesbian videos. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like lesbians <laughs> talking about being lesbians. This is so funny because I don't know how has she happens. ever watched one of those videos and then hit like on it or follow? Probably once. Yeah. Well, there you go. Probably once. And then TikTok is like, let us give you every other video on the planet. Yeah. That She's is- like, I'm not complaining. I just don't know how this happened. I want to <laughs> see other stuff. She sh- she just needs to start liking some other things and it will kind of like diversify her. I guess so. Her page, I guess. I guess. So what, 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 what comes up when you first go on? Oh, Christ. What does it think you like so much? Yeah. And clearly it's, it must be right. It's such like a basic bitch feed. It's embarrassing. It's very like a lot of dancing, a lot of makeup. It's just Any it's food ones? Cooking? Some yeah, some good food ones and cooking ones. Um it's all like the opposite of my comedy, I feel like. Like when I'm not on stage I am pretty well, I would say I'm pretty I'm pretty girly in certain ways and then obviously like the foosball and stuff like that is much it's not really that stuff at all, but <laughs> It's a weird combination of things, I guess. I love it. Uh, so I was looking at your website, mm-hmm. and you advertise a... Uh, uh, oh, a makeup course. Yes! Kelsey yeah. Cook makeup <laughs> course. 90-some dollars for a five-level <laughs> five makeup course. Yeah. I was thinking about I was going to show up today and tell you that that's what I knew you from, and oh not from Oh, my God. <laughs> that highlight on you is beautiful. <laughs> Amazing cheekbones. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you might want to... Uh, you, should I color my beard? No, just leave it natural. No, I like it. Yeah, um, it's nice. <laughs> what's the story with the makeup course? So this was a uh, like a pandemic, just fun, great side project. As I was doing Zoom shows, and I was just home, and um, I've I've loved makeup for forever, and I've always done my own makeup for TV appearances, and I've done my friends' makeup for their TV appearances and weddings and stuff, and. Uh, one of my friends who does a lot of that sort of online coursework was like, again, it was almost like a John Heffron situation. Where he's like, she was like, you're sitting on money. Like you're, this is, and people would leave comments on photos of my makeup and be like, oh, how did you do that? I would love to know. So I finally just set something up. I recorded a few videos, put it up as a course. And um, then I also started to do like gr- zoom groups where I would walk people through a tutorial and it would just kind of be like a hangout wow. teach people how to do their makeup and it's so fun and rewarding it's so nice to have people at the end feel like they know so much more about how to do their makeup it makes them feel more confident and beautiful and it's it's just nice so yeah I just started doing that how big did this get did you like L'Oreal and stuff start <laughs> Mary Kay start Maybelline, Maybelline start uh, throwing you product and whatnot no but you know some of the like bigger makeup brands that are in Sephora and stuff, if I would tag them in my Instagram stories that I had used them, they would usually reach out. And then I would say, I mean, if you want to send me your product, I'm happy to promote it again. So I would get free products sent, which was really cool. But yeah, I don't have um, time to do it anymore now that the tour is in full swing. But the last couple of years when things were so shut down with COVID, it just seemed like a fun thing to keep myself busy love that love that i love hearing all these uh 
you know, the, the, the things I've been able to talk about with people on this podcast the last two years has mm-hmm. changed so much because of good or bad, but because of COVID, like all yeah. the things, the new, the new things people have had to try, Yeah, you know, yeah. to, to make money, to make time pass, to keep their sanity, yeah. you know, all, all types of things. But you just said something perfect, uh, perfect thing to lead to what I want to talk to you about you next, talk to you about next. And that is how busy you must be being on tour, uh, <laughs> a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the wrists of fury um (laughs) youtube series Mm -hmm. um how are you finding time for everything right now (laughs) i am not and what am i leaving out you're writing a book uh Uh, i've been joking as i've promoted this tour that i'm gonna look a thousand years old by the end of it because it it just really is such a crazy time but it's also exciting and this is what as comics you work for you hope that you then have a big tour and can go out um and perform everywhere so it is great it's it just is it's a lot right now to juggle that and the podcast and the web series and also just trying to have a life and see my family see my friends um and all of that but I'm happy it's yeah it's really fun it's just busy I can't even imagine, but you got <laughs> all your stuff you're doing is super fun. I mean, obviously, Thanks. I love doing a podcast. Yeah, I assume you love doing a podcast. Yeah. Uh, it, it, so I listened to some of uh, of Self Helpless. Oh, thank you. You really did episodes. do a lot of research. Oh, that's I, so that's, nice. This is what I do. This Thanks. is what I, I can't show up for to do this podcast without over preparing, <laughs> probably. Uh, and normally, when I do that, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, when I doing my prepping and listening to like my guests mm-hmm. podcast or if they've been on a different one i'm by myself okay yesterday uh my wife and i took a little uh we both had the afternoon off and took a little road trip we went to the casino uh, down nice yeah it was nice uh <laughs> but i was originally gonna go by myself and then when she was gonna go i was like oh i gotta warn you but i was you know i, I really still want to listen to this podcast yeah my guest is gonna be on but are you okay with sitting there? I know every time I put up, she doesn't listen to podcasts. So I'm like, every time I one's on and f- around you, I, f- I get all self-conscious. Like the oh. second it's boring or something yeah. you don't agree with that you're going to be like, turn that off. And I'm right. like, so I, I was like, I'm going to put this on. It's women <laughs> that are hosts. I don't really know much about it. I've yeah. listened to two so far, but let's put one on. And we listened together and she loved it. Oh, yeah, that's so nice it was to really hear. fun. It was really fun because uh, it was one where we were. It was one of the, the newest ones. Where did I write it down? You were talking about time blindness. Oh yeah, and ADHD mm-hmm. and different uh, you know uh, traits. Like maybe people are you know have you know have let's say there's ten traits. Maybe some have ten out of ten. Maybe yes. some have six out of ten. Uh, I'm simplifying that a lot, obviously. Uh, no, it's true. But. Um, Towards the end of that episode, you guys are going back and forth and listing all these different, you know, things that mm-hmm. correlate with that. And like, I wasn't raising my hands because I was driving, but my wife was like, "Here, wow, here, here. yeah, it was really interesting." Oh, I'm so happy to hear that she uh, she liked it and that you guys could relate to it too. Because it's not I, I hadn't even heard the term time blindness until my co-host brought it up with me recently because we had both been talking off the show about finding some ADHD stuff in our lives that we had never really noticed before um and i think i said on the episode that i don't i I don't fully identify with it but time blindness in particular um like today i was i'm trying so hard but i was like three minutes late getting here and i'm just like fuck i just want to be like exactly on time i'm good with shows i was here really early for the show yesterday but certain other things it's just i I seem to lose 
like five minutes is always really slippery to me. Like it just can go really fast. Isn't so. it amazing that you're you know what happens? I listened to you talk about it on a podcast. Yeah. Last night, as you're saying, show, show you're here on time tonight. Yeah. You'll be here on time. Yeah. And then for the podcast, you're a few minutes late. Just right. as you just just as you described, yeah. it probably happened. Yeah. It's just like we can't help ourselves sometimes. It's ridiculous. <sighs> it's frustrating. And I know three minutes isn't like the biggest deal, but it's annoying when I can see that it's a pattern with yeah. myself and I want to fix it. And it's just like, why? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The elevator in the hotel was broken. And so that was part of what pushed it. But I need to start leaving early enough that if something like that happens, then it's not a problem, you yeah. know? So, so, and I don't know learning. if people like, I don't know how you like, it, maybe that's either in you or it's not, or if it's taught or not, I'm not sure because I just yeah. had an example like in, uh, in my life with my daughter, mm-hmm. my 15 year old daughter has a job and last Sunday, uh, she had needed a ride in the morning to that job and mm-hmm. she was late not because of the person giving her a ride yeah. that was like pushing her to be ready and get out the door. Yeah. And then even like on the way, it, we left the house late and then on the road, the uh, roads were bad. And yeah. I was like trying to like, okay, this is a teachable moment. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> this is why we should leave extra time. Yes. Like this, you know, the five minutes. Like if we would have left that extra five minutes. Yeah. We would be here on time. Instead, I'm dropping you off late. I'm feeling like it's part of my fault. This isn't good. Uh, yeah. Even it's if it's some, good. you know, crappy, you know, entry level job. Yeah. Take it seriously. For sure. For sure. Well, and part of what I was saying on the episode, too, is that I think it's particularly hard for me because I never have the same day twice, really. <laughs> like when you're relate. touring and traveling, you don't really have a routine where you can get into a rhythm of like, OK, this is around the time that I should start doing this or this. It's like everywhere I go, it's a completely different place and location from the hotel to the club and from the airport to the hotel. It's just all, yeah, it's a lot of recalibrating every day. Certainly, certainly. I can can relate. I like it that way. I don't like, uh, I don't want nine to five. Yeah, That's super boring, so... You take the good with the bad. To yeah, make, totally. To make that work. Um, so we need to do... I can't let you leave here without talking about some foosball, okay. of course. Uh, I, I, I can't imagine you've ever done a podcast and it hasn't come up. And it's not going to be on this one either. Yeah, very I'm few. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's just not. Okay. But I'm going to try to go, go at it a little bit of a different approach here. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to mention... So uh, you, you host a show that people haven't seen it. You host a show on YouTube where you play other mm-hmm. comedians, mm-hmm. play foosball. Uh you're better than all of them. <laughs> Thank you. Because uh, because you were raised in a family of foosball players. Foosballers? Foosball players? Mm-hmm. Foosballers. Either. Yeah, you can say that. Foosballers. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know you can say that because I researched that there's a Documentary. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the hell? Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to get to that. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so what is, your ear- I wanna, what is your earliest memory of being around a foosball table? Um, I have memories of my parents standing me on a stool uh, so that I was tall enough to see the top of the table. And then they would like put their hands on top of my hands and teach me how to move the ball around. So I'm, there's pictures of me when I'm like two years old doing that. So okay. really, really young. And we, I don't know if we said already, both of them, like my, what, both in a Hall of Fame? Mom's in a Hall of my Fame? My mom is in the Foosball Hall of Fame. My dad doesn't <laughs> <laughs> compete anymore. He's still really good, though. But um yeah, I've I've been going to tournaments around the country with my family for my whole life. Where so, is yeah. is there an actual Hall of Fame or is it just like a There you know, is in Vegas, baby. Oh, it is Where in else? Vegas. Yep. Mhm. Yep. Is it 
I, I, we're in Vegas. So <laughs> it's really like a, <laughs> like a traveling sort of, like a temporary Hall of Fame. There's a Hall of Fame foosball tournament every year in Vegas. And so um, during that tournament, they put all the banners up and that has everybody's names on them. But it doesn't like reside there permanently. Okay, okay. Yeah. Love it. Love it so much. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna, now let's mention the part that... You have merch that you're selling mm-hmm. at the shows. One of them is, uh, what does it say, 1985? Yeah, Foosball Championships, Wrists of Fury. So it's like the vintage foosball tournament shirt that I sell that correlates with my web series called Wrists of Fury. Love it. You can't leave here without me getting one of those from you today. Sure. Are they here right now? Brandon, did that box come? Well, okay. well, we'll have to look at it in that when we're done. Because okay. I, uh, I brought some money and I would be happy to buy one of those oh, from you. Oh, thank you. You don't have to buy one. I'll um, one to you. So you, you, you have that show, you have this amazing family background <laughs> doing that. And the other t-shirt you're selling on the tour is has the name of the tour mm-hmm. that is what? The Hustler Tour. The Hustler Tour, and it's not because of the dirty magazine that used to be around. No, that was a big debate with my agents and managers of if we should name the tour that because certain I think people of a certain generation hear Hustler and think the magazine, and then other people just see it as you're going out and hustling people especially if you know my foosball stuff then they see it that way but but yeah. if you're over 40 you're yeah like, oh yeah we used to sneak <laughs> ah, looks tits. at those of my yeah. friends <laughs> the brother. old tits tour yep. yeah 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 <laughs> the old tits tour <laughs> yeah that was the tits tour guys. that was a risk <laughs> but uh and then it's, so that is uh, it listing all the cities uh-huh. on the back. Mm-hmm. I, I saw there was a, uh, there might be a typo on the, on the T-shirt. Small typo. Which I think is very funny. I love yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, reminds me of the people that sell like the, like Journey is going to be in concert in, uh, in the Twin Cities this coming Monday. Oh. And there'll be people, you know, down the street selling the knockoff T-shirts. Right. And yeah. it'll be like, you know, uh, s- Minneapolis, but it has like f- six N's in it, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that's how trash I am, that my official shirts are the knockoff shirts, and I just keep <laughs> selling them. They're like rare beanie babies that aren't worth anything. But. Oh, speaking of that, I listened to you on Are You Garbage? Which oh, is, you did? Yes. Wow, you really did do a lot of research. Wow, amazing. I'm a fan of that show, so anytime, love, oh yeah, anytime God, one so of my fun. guests is on that show, I'd mm-hmm. listen to it, and... Man, it is funny. And yes, you mentioned on there, <laughs> your mom has a uh, has, still has Beanie Babies in a storage still locker has somewhere. The beanie Babies. It was oh a problem. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It was a problem. Oh, yeah. Boy, oh boy, I'm trying oh to figure out a way to talk about it on stage more because that Beanie Baby documentary came out. And so I feel like it's a little bit fresher on people's minds lately. But yeah, it was a... It was like a mental illness that swept the nation. I feel like with Beanie Babies. Yeah, I I think they never made it to my house. I'm very I'm oh, very thankful. Oh, good for you. I'm, I'm very. Well, very if you're not taking Tylenol, you're not subscribing to Beanie Babies either. You're, <laughs> you're not letting any of this consumer bullshit <laughs> into your life. I'm not looking at a for you page. I'm not buying this fucking Beanie Baby. Uh, trust me, I. I'm full of mistakes. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm bragging about the r- correct decisions I've made because there are so few. That, that's what I'm doing. Like, look, I did do something right. So, did are you going to take anybody on? So, you, I, I heard you mention that this hustler tour is based on uh, like, uh, you know, maybe you go hustle, like you just said, mm-hmm. maybe you go hustle somebody yeah. in a game of foosball. Did you go do that last night? Are you planning on doing that in Minneapolis in the Twin Cities at all? I is it called Mortimer's? Is that the place? Well, there's Mortimer's. Yeah. Okay, so there's a place here that has a a good tornado table. Apparently. What does that so, mean? So, so tornadoes are it's like one of the top brands. It's a brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. A foosball table. So I 
I might go do that tonight since we only have the one show tonight. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I've been trying to only do um, $100 bets now because that started in the last couple months, and now it's so addicting. It's like crack where if you can win 100 bucks in, like, 45 seconds, somebody come up and be like, I'll play for five. You're like, no, it's not. It just doesn't do the same thing for me. So, are you, we'll do you see. get like, do you pound the table like money? We got to <laughs> like, do you need to see the cash, or are you like, show me your Venmo balance? Um, I don't. I'm not that aggressive beforehand, but I, I mean, look at me. I don't think I can afford to be that aggressive. Nobody's <laughs> afraid of me, but uh, people have been generally honorable. Like, people will show me a hundred dollar bill beforehand, or they'll Venmo me, and Venmo is kind of fun because dudes especially like if i beat them and they send me money then they'll be like uh, let's just do one more and i've gotten a guy to i think he spent like 150 bucks playing on me because he just kept losing but he was so determined that he could he was gambling he was gambling yeah so it's great love it and you have yeah. to like look look i can't take any more of your money <laughs> oh those words will never come out of my mouth <laughs> like uh, we'll be here as long as you want <laughs> you keep paying my way yeah i love it at what point do you like do you, do you then, like, open your phone and be like, look, here's who you just got taken by. I'm super good at this. Um, I don't show them who I am, I guess, but they know once they start playing me that I've obviously played before. Yeah. But um, sometimes it's people that come from the show who already know what's happening. They just want to oh, of course. play yeah. either for fun or because they're really drunk and they, like, really do think they can win, and that's really fun, too. Oh, I love that. And I know that on... The YouTube series, when you play, like, uh, you know, like Chad Daniels, you mm -hmm. played him, Dan Soder, I know has been on there, Sklar Brothers, all yeah. I'm mentioning all people that have been on this podcast. Yeah, uh, nice. Let's see, who else did I see? In any case, I know that you guys play, and then you'll often um, <laughs> do, like, a handicap, <laughs> sure. right? Uh-huh, yeah. Like, you'll play blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, what did you put, saran wrap around your hands or something? Yep. Um, we've done blindfolded, hands behind my back, like, with my back to the table, standing on one leg arms crossed have you ever removed some of the players like the um we've done we've made it kind of like goalie wars for me so that's an event in tournaments it's called goalie wars where it's just you are competing end to end you can only score from the back there's no play in the oh middle my. so oh we my. do that sometimes yeah jesus yeah and then punishments <laughs> as well for the loser right so just mm -hmm. kind of do some gambling on there as well yeah, yeah that's really fun we try to customize it to who it is um like dan soder loves milk uh which is just so weird as a grown <laughs> man but um so i made him drink a shot of sriracha milk like we kind of tried to we try to like destroy the things that people love it's like a really fucked up <laughs> show <laughs> it's kind of evil um and then i can't remember if it was hear that this happened i'm trying to think of what it was called for chad but he had to drink a we made him like a, a milkshake a whiskey milkshake that had ranch in it that was ranch daniels and is that from here okay <laughs> that there was like some other comic who drank a giant amount of ranch at some point and that was told on his podcast, and so we tried to do our research beforehand, too, on the show. Love it. Kind of like what you do to see what we can ultimately make, like, the most creative, weird punishment. Ranch Daniels. Ranch Daniels is apparently, yeah, a thing. So he had to suck that down, and that was pretty gross to watch, but yeah, he was can, a good sport. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of 
I saw there are foos tables that are like a double as a coffee table. Oh, they yeah. seem too low to the ground. A lot of back issues. That's a lot of time in a chiropractor's office. Right? It's not, would not you, great. Would you put one of those in your house and play it? I would put it there for looks. And people do. It's so funny. Like, I don't get dicks DM to me on Instagram. People send me, like, Careful foosball table, say. coffee Careful. tables. Oh, I know. That's, is that going to now invite just <laughs> horrible things? Um, but either that or, like, people will send me really, really long foosball tables. Really? Yeah. Have you guys seen those on where it's like a mega foosball table? No. Oh, anyway. No. Those I, are the so sort like, of. The players are really big too and everything? Or no, no, just it's like a bunch of foosball tables Oh, so multiple together. people can like play yes, or something? Uh-huh. I see. Um, so, yeah. If you people go- are sending you size picks. Exactly. But hmm. of foosball tables. So it's always like they'll, they'll start the images blurry or whatever. And you're always like, oh, do I want to tap on it? And I'll tap. And it's just a <laughs> like a. A really extravagant foosball table. I'm like, well, you know, I would way prefer this. So, Has yeah. Has anyone done a series of, uh, I, ca- I can't imagine being a woman, like, the, with some any sort of popularity or fans or and, and that gets that. Has anybody done a series where, like, they, like, for you, for example, then, like, um, the camera's over your shoulder and we're watching you open these things? Oh, like these like, OK, she, she's got six of them today. She's got 25 <laughs> of them. We're going to tap, tap, tap off oh, relief. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Has anybody done that? How many do you get a day? Could that be a TV series? Could that be a new YouTube series? Could we monetize I do a this? Lot of day. I don't I don't look at all of them. Um, that's a good thing to say, even if you don't. Or even if you do, that's, that's the right thing to say. <laughs> I, don't. I don't look at all of them. I don't look at all of them. Um, but occasionally I'll I'll pop over there and take that. Uh, dm request folder gamble and see what's going on but (laughs) yeah so i saw yeah so i saw the uh the coffee table one uh online this morning and i thought that just doesn't make any sense but it reminded me of my we did a family vacation a few years ago we were at this uh universal studios in florida and uh, they have an espn restaurant and it has uh like you're sitting at the bar oh so they're at like the normal level yeah so you could sit and play oh that's cool and it was awesome Wow. Yes. Oh, I have to go there. That sounds like You've so much fun. You've never seen that kind. No, that sounds awesome. Get out of here. Uh, how many... So, uh, I think I have one, one more question about those things. Are the old ones... No, I have actually a couple more because I want to bring up this... So I was as I was doing this research, I'm like, is there, there's got to be... There's a movie or a documentary mm-hmm. for everything these days. Yeah. There's got to be one for foosball, and there is. Mm-hmm. Are you, you're in it, mm-hmm. aren't you? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> tell, tell, tell me about it real quickly. Um, so it's called Foosballers. Yeah. Uh, it it has me. It has my mom in it, which is really cool. In the trailer, that's not your mom. No, she's not in the trailer. Okay, there's a woman getting very excited and like. No, oh, that's Cindy Head. No. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> that, folks, that's Cindy Head. <laughs> Cindy Head is a, a figure in the foosball world. She is very intense and very funny to watch. Uh, okay. But my mom and I are both in it, and. It was, uh, I just think they did such a great job with it. It's a really, really fun watch. And um, they've played it on ESPN, I don't even know how many times now, a lot of times. And so that's really cool to turn on the TV and just see me and my mom. It's it's a cool thing. Awesome. Yeah, That thanks. is so awesome. Is it available anywhere else right now? Yeah, so you can, uh, you can watch it on iTunes. Uh, I don't know if they've put it on Amazon as well now, but oh, it, you know what? I saw that it is on Amazon. It you is can on Amazon. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really cool. 
I'm a little biased because it's all about foosball, but it's I think it's really interesting. I love it. So I, I haven't watched it yet. I definitely plan to now. I definitely <laughs> didn't. I, the in, I, I had no idea I had so much interest in seeing this documentary. Oh, awesome. Until meeting yeah. you. Um, but one of the things that stood out to me in this is it says, in, can who's, who's doing this rankings? It says that uh, in the 70s, foosball was the eighth most popular sport in yes. the United States. Yeah. What? I know. And I don't know. I don't know how you rank that. Like you said, I don't know what qualifies that, but um, people were winning amazing like sports cars for taking first place. It was, there was a lot of money in the tournaments and it was really popular. But then when video games came in, it kind of pushed a lot of the tabletop sports out of certain bars because they just became obsolete so yeah have you heard like the old timers talk about like yeah you know the good old days and that's yeah I, is that part of the big the documentary we're like we were we were dominating the bars and then freaking pac-man showed up my mom like gets choked up in the documentary talking about it people other like men crying on the documentary about the downfall of foosball because it was it was people's lives and it was a really really big deal. So when it started to kind of fade away, it, it impacted people a lot. Jesus, <laughs> they should you got to make the leap to uh, pinball or something. <laughs> Take advantage of that hand eye coordination. I don't know. It's not the same. I it's not, not the same. same. It's yeah. not the same. Well, like I said, I, I we've done more than a half an hour. I could do this for so much longer. <laughs> uh, I, one, I'm going to mention this one more thing because I think it's so fantastic. Uh, yeah. People haven't. It was one of the things I saw once where you described uh, going to a new new dentist. This was on one of your social media things, and your <laughs> dentist asked what you do for a living. You said comic, mm-hmm. and then of course the comic or the uh, dentist leaves the room to see one of your videos. Google you, and the first thing that comes up, I don't. We're not. Gonna, we don't have time for you to tell that story. I want people, and <laughs> yeah. it's been told many places. Yeah. But you were on this is not happening, mm-hmm. and you told a very personal story mm-hmm. uh, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> something that young people go through at some point and then you ended up in the hospital mm-hmm. yeah. yeah had to do with <laughs> masturbation and uh, and and the fact that a doctor sees that for the first time or sees it right after meeting you is just yeah. priceless this and is more uh, entertaining to me as watching you try to describe it without stumble through saying. that i know i know i have, I just I watch this I have, all I have three daughters by the oh. way i should be better at this two teenage and one very young so i, I should be it's better okay. at all this yeah exactly so uh Oh, I'm just bringing that up now because uh, I did watch your This Is Not Happening. It is a very funny story. Oh, thank very you. Very funny thing. <laughs> and uh, I encourage people to check that out. Thank you. Don't yes. listen to it at work with uh, without headphones. It is <laughs> yeah. and, you won't, and you won't hear it here at the club this week. It's not part of the set. No, no. I, I was doing that on the road years ago. Yeah. Same with like the Callie Kelly joke from TikTok. But yeah, no, that, that one just lives online now. But Love it's it. very personal and but you know what it's like that was a traumatizing experience but it got me my first uh, comedy central credit so i'm like you know all <laughs> works out in the end mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> yep if you would have told uh what age were you when that story happened um i think uh, it's either like 15 or 17 i'm always trying to remember exactly sure. it was in high school it was about halfway through high school sure so uh i just i guess i was just going to say that if let's say you were 17 yeah if somebody could have uh from the future came and said Look, Kelsey, I know you're 17 and this is the most traumatic thing. You, yeah. You're going to think you, this has ruined your life. Yeah. But someday this will pay off. <laughs> I mean, you never would have believed that. I mean, never. Like, no, my life is ruined. Yeah. No. I, yeah. When you're that young and something like that happens, you don't want anybody to ever know that that happened. And now that video 
it's like three million people have seen it. You're like, Jesus Christ, the things that comics will do to <laughs> get some exposure. Three point four million to be exact. Oh wow, it's gone up. I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Kelsey, so much. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for uh, having me. We, ta- we heard. I overheard before we started that there's still some tickets left for some of the shows this weekend. They're selling fast for legit selling fast. Get them before they're gone. I was at the show last night and it is fantastic. She's recording it for a special. It's going to be the best stuff she's got. Oh, thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you.